her life looking at her mother in person than just about anyone and even she had to agree her mom was seriously jaw-droppingly is that humanly possible gorgeous day or night made up or fresh-faced bedhead or updo no matter how few hours of sleep she'd had or how annoyed lizzie was with her katya summers was never not breathtaking And if beauty was really the sum of a person's parts, then each of Katya's parts was almost perfect. There were the eyes that famously changed color, from turquoise to green to an exotic indigo purple, depending on her mood. The glacial cheekbones that made the lower half of her face a perfect V. Her naturally pillowy lips and the trademark pout caused by a small overbite her parents had never fixed. There was the thick, extension-free blonde hair that fell in waves to the middle of her back, and her lean but voluptuous body. Yes, Lizzie would think, as she looked at her mom across the breakfast table or in the elevator. Perfect. Katya was so perfect that at 37, when most other models had already hung up their Manolos, She was still in peak demand. She starred in the ad campaigns of at least one A-list designer each season, did spreads in the biggest issues of Harper's Bazaar, W, and every country's edition of Vogue, served as the face of Lete Cosmetics, and once a year graced the cover of GQ or Details, covered by nothing but a macrame bikini bottom and her own strategically placed hands. And now she was about to make the career leap that only a precious few supermodels could even attempt, let alone pull off. She would go from supermodel to super mogul. Clothes, perfume, housewares. Katya would design it all. Katya Coquette, a French-inspired, read, extra sexy, lingerie line, was just the beginning and from the sight of the press clamoring to take her photo and the fashionistas watching Katya with approval, Katya Coquette looked like it was going to be a huge hit. Checking her watch, Lizzie walked over to the open bar. It was already past noon, and she'd told her best friends, Karina and Hudson, that she'd meet them by one. School started tomorrow, which meant that today they would grab something from Pinkberry, stroll through the West Village, and catch up on their summers. Their last day of summer ritual. Since nursery school, Hudson and Karina had been her best friends. Lizzie thought of them as the Brita filters for her life. If something happened to her, good or bad, she passed it through them, and when it came out the other side, she would almost always feel better. Lizzie thought it was because the three of them had one huge thing in common. They each knew what it was like to have a life divided up into two parts, public and private. They'd even made up their own rules for how to deal with it. She leaned on the edge of the bar and slipped one throbbing foot out of her mom's four-inch Christian Louboutin gold peep toes. She knew that Louboutins were supposedly the best shoes in the world, but they pinched her feet and crunched her toes. She much preferred her thick-soled, extremely comfortable $85 Steve Madden platforms, but Katya had vetoed them for these kind of events. Ah.
she said, stretching her toes. Nearby, a bartender sliced lemons on a cutting board. Feet hurt? he asked. He looked like he was in his early twenties and had one of those little patches of hair on his chin. I don't know how people wear these things, she said. The bartender nodded, but his gaze traveled over to where Katya was still surrounded by cameras. She's gorgeous, he said, almost slicing off a finger. She's even hotter in person. Lizzie looked over at her mom, still posing. She couldn't resist. That's my mom, she said. The bartender's mouth opened as he looked back. That's your mom? He asked in disbelief. Lizzie smiled. Nobody ever believed her. Yep, she said. Really? The bartender asked. It's just you guys don't really look anything.